uh, don't get interested in my field. No, really, get interested in your gift. It doesn't matter what somebody else does. To find your way in life is not an external search. It's an internal search. Because God equipped you the moment he gave birth to you. God equipped you at birth with what you needed. He gave all of you a gift. All of you. Every last one of you, you, you're gifted. God never created a soul without giving them a gift. All of you sitting in here were given a gift at birth. He put it inside you. You ain't got to look under the ocean. It ain't on the mountain. It ain't under no rocks. He put it in you at birth. He gave you a gift. It is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's your God-given gift. That's the thing you should pursue. The scripture says your gift will make room for you and put you in the presence of important men. That's what your gift will do for you. Everything else you're doing has nothing to do with what God created you for. And if you're unhappy with your life, if you haven't figured your life out, if you're thinking there's more to your life than it is, it's because the only reason you have that question is because you're not living in your gift. Once you discover your gift, there lies your greatest chance for success. That's what God gave you, equipped you with. Them. You just got to quit looking at gifts as running, jumping, singing, and dancing. Babysitting is a gift. If you're a smart student, smart is a gift. If people come to your house and they in your kitchen to get their hair done instead of going to a salon, you do hair. That's your gift. If if they can't have a bake sale without your pies and cakes, you bake pies and cakes better than everybody, then that's your gift. You bake pies and cakes. That's your gift. You don't have to think about it. That's what you do. Quit trying to do what somebody else is doing because that ain't your life. You don't even want to come the way I went. If you knew the path I took to get here, you would not take it. If I knew the path I was going to have to take to get here, I would have changed my destiny a long time ago. Because there's no way I would have wanted to have gone through what I went through to get to where I am today. That's why God don't reveal it to you. See, God never reveals the path to you. He shows you what it could look like, but he don't show you the route. Because if he showed you the route, you'll turn around. Everybody would quit. If you knew what you had to go through to get to where he had for you to go, you would all quit. I would quit too. It's no way I would have had a stuttering problem. It's no way I would have lived in a car for three years. It's no way if I knew that I, when I quit my job to do comedy, what was going to happen to me, I would have never quit my job. But he don't show you that. He just lets you have the dream. And if you're bold enough to chase the dream, he'll get you through the journey. You just can't quit in the middle of the journey because he know you're chasing dreams. God didn't make your dream come true business. That's real talk. I kid you not. You're looking at somebody living his dream because God made it happen for him. That's real. So many people float down the river of life without ever even putting their paddles in the water, just hoping and praying and dreaming and wishing that they're going to end up somewhere good. Guys, that's not how life works. You know, you have paddles in your boat. You've just got to learn to use them. Humans do not transition to another level when they're comfortable with the level that they're on. We are making excuses and we do it every day because it feels a lot better to shit on somebody else than look at yourself and shit on yourself. I don't look at anybody else. I have no fucking idea what you guys are up to. And I shit on myself every day. I critique everything I do. Everything is my fault. Period. End of story. 
I can sit and dwell on all the things. Somebody hits me with a fucking car tomorrow, I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have left the house that early. You get into that fucking mindset, I promise you shit changes. You need to fucking suffocate your bullshit. You're at this conference, that means you need to suffocate your bullshit. Period. You either need to figure out who's holding you back and their judgment and go to them. I want you to get out of this fucking conference, go to your car, call your mom and say, if she's the person that is suppressing you because she's miserable and misery loves company. I'm being dead serious with you. I understand it's not a popular thing to say. I understand, but there's only a couple things that I'm seeing in the world today, which is people aren't doing things because they're fearful of other people's judgments, which usually comes from parenting or environment or circumstance, and they're still keeping negative energy around them because they're obligated, and I get it. I have negative people in my life too that I keep around as well, but to let that dictate your only life is fucking ludicrous. The things that you're feeling, clenching up, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you're not ready, doubting yourself, kind of spending too much time thinking about how much time you've wasted. All that, that's normal that we all do. You cannot overcome those thoughts because they keep rising up and they've become a habit and it's sort of a pattern. So I don't want you to focus on the thoughts. I want you to focus on taking action. Even though you doubt yourself, you are going to feel like an imposter until you push through that clenched up moment over and over and over again. And then suddenly through action, you're going to see that you're not an imposter at all. You're actually the kind of person that pushes through and does what he or she says they are going to do. I'm asking you to have some faith, have some courage, believe, drive your doubts into a small corner. Don't let them loose like a mad dog, drive you into a small corner. Don't doubt the future. Don't doubt the possibilities. Here's the most important one of all. Don't doubt yourself. If I've got miracle working power to change my life, so do you. If I've got the ability to change, so do you. If I've got the ability to read, so do you. If I can discover, so can you. If I can grow, you can grow. If I can develop, you can develop. If I can get an invitation like I got six years ago, help take something around the world, so can you. I'm asking you, don't sell yourself short. More and more people seem to be losing control of their lives, enslaved with habits that are robbing them of joy, robbing them of peace. They need healing of fear, healing of resentment, anger. The moment that you reach into the darkness, stop hiding your issues and you pull them out into the light, healing begins. Decide today and actually say, what if I cut it off? What if I said, I'm not willing to settle and I'm just going to live in a beautiful state? doesn't mean you won't feel bad. It doesn't mean you won't stay there. You instantly change. That's doable. I'm on a mission to help people end suffering. It's about not being an effing dabbler. I can't stand it. We live in a culture where most people are dabblers today because today, if, if, if you ask me, what does it take to be happy and give it you one word? Progress. Progress equals happiness. When you're making progress in your body, even if you're not there yet, you feel good. You achieve your goal and you just sit around, you're not happy. We gotta grow. We gotta make progress. It's easy to make progress in the beginning of something. In the beginning of a relationship, who doesn't have a good time? Right? In the beginning of starting a business, if you love what you're doing, of course you're going to have a great time. In the beginning of anything, it's easy. A job, it's fun in the beginning. It's, it's novelty, it's new. Mastery is when you work, you know, in the beginning, learn a sport. How fast do you learn tennis? I mean, just like zooms up here. You didn't know anything. You thought love, you know, was an emotion. You find out it's a score, you know. You go like this, but then you hit this plateau. And most people who hit that plateau, they go, wrong job. 
wrong relationship, wrong business, because it's not instantly fulfilling them. But the people that go, I'm going to fight through and go deep. I'm going to find a way to break through. I'm going to find a way to learn and know more about this in human life so that I can help as many human beings as possible. And it won't be bullshit because I've lived it. There is a power in mastery. And how many people do you know are really committed to mastery today? Most people dabble in a million things. They master nothing and they wonder why they're unfulfilled. Because they're running for the sugar, the next thing that feels good, instead of getting past what doesn't feel good and getting to where you own something. I'm saying that some of you in this room, you might have small beginnings. You might not have a lot of money. You might not have a lot of resources. And I need you to understand that the bigger your dream is, the earlier you're going to have to get up. The longer you're going to have to stay up. And here's the truth. Change happens in a moment. It's results that require time. I just think there's so many people that are living today, especially in 2021, and we spend more time on our excuses than we do on execution. We're just full of excuses, just full of reasons as to why we can't start now. Oh man, I'm going to start tomorrow. Some of you, you started the fast and because you failed three days in, you just gave up on the rest of the 18 days. No, no, no. Start today. Begin again. You're failing in realizing that the most valuable thing that you have is today. How are you going to show power if you're not up under attack? How are you going to show resistance if something's not trying to pull you over? Resist, resist. Keep being neutral and stop being indifferent. Resist. Take a stand and resist. And each battle brings you to another level. You owe yourself. I didn't get here making excuses. No, I didn't grow up on that side of the town. No, my mama don't have no network. No, I don't know a whole lot of people. No, I'm not at a country club, but I'm still going to be successful. I'm still going to get to where they are. Why? Because I owe it to myself. And can't nobody stop me but me. And you need to get rid of them excuses. And you need to stop pointing fingers at people. And you need to start pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do? Get disciplined, be disciplined. Every day. When you set up the disciplines that give your life structure, Miracles can happen. Multiply. And I'm telling you, anybody who wants to make a drastic change in their income can do it. I was broke at age 25 and a millionaire at age 31. Everything around me was the same. I changed. I refined my philosophy. I read the books. I took the classes. Started looking at life a little differently. I'm telling you, it worked. There's no secret to success. There's a system to success. The system works. If you don't work it, it won't work. But it works if you work it. You know that if you can have this kind of a good day, you can have another one the next day, and those days become the weeks, the weeks become the months, and the months becomes a powerful year. Self-confidence comes from the lack of neglect. If you will not neglect to do small, daily disciplines, that's where self-confidence comes from. Part of good health is self-confidence. I know I'm going to be healthy. I take the Herbalife products. I eat the apple a day. I walk around the block. I do the jogging on the beach. At the end of the day, when you've really poured it on and you've done all the stuff, self-confidence grows. We all know what the enthusiasm is like when somebody lets us see their enthusiasm, which is the, like the 90% and only 10% of them is inside. But the enthusiasm that really affects people is not just being loud, 
but the enthusiasm that runs deep, the enthusiasm that comes from deep inside, created by self-confidence, created by purpose, created by genuine willingness to help other people, that kind of enthusiasm, knowing that you're going to get the job done, knowing you're going to affect people, knowing you're going to have testimonials flowing in from all kinds of uh, directions, that kind of enthusiasm, a lot of it is quiet, a lot of it is unheard, and the 10% that's heard, it rings a bell. People call it genuine enthusiasm because they know that what you say in the outward display of your enthusiasm is only a small tip of the iceberg of the enthusiasm you feel inside that really motivates you to do that. For me, the, the daily confrontation um, with, with fear has become a real practice for me since about three, three years ago. Um, I went, uh, I went skydiving in Dubai, right? And skydiving, skydiving is a really interesting confront with fear, right? So what happens is you go out the night before and you, you know, you take a drink with your friends and somebody says, yeah, we should go skydiving tomorrow. And you go, yeah, we'll go skydiving tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah. And everybody goes, yeah. And you're terrified. You keep imagining over and over again jumping out of an airplane and you can't figure out why you would do that, right? And you're laying there and you have the worst night's sleep of your life, but you still have the hope that your friends were drunk. And you fall out of the airplane and in one second, you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. And then you start and you, you start falling, you're falling and you, there's zero fear. You realize that the point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. The, the lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? Why did you, what do you need that fear for? Just don't go. Why are you scared in your bed 16 hours before you jump? Why are you scared in the car? Why could you not enjoy breakfast? What, 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 what did you need that? The fear is fear of what? You're nowhere even near the airplane. Everything's up to the stepping out. There's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life.